Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show. Your one-stop shop for all your soccer coverage in Greenville and the upstate. We want this show to be driven by you, so make sure you send us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome in once again to another episode of Yeah That Soccer Show, episode number 56. You may have missed us the last week or so, but we are back and better than ever today for this supersized Greenville Triumph-focused episode. We're going to look a little bit at the last weekend's victory over the Richmond Kickers and this week's coming match against the Chattanooga Red Wolves. On the road, we have uh, some quotes from Jake Keegan and Coach Harks here. And we have a special interview with Micaiah Reynolds of the Chattanooga Red Wolves talking about a very special event they've got going on down in Chattanooga this weekend. If anybody's going to travel to the away match, which is not very far, so you should consider it if you uh, don't have plans on this long Memorial Day weekend. So without further ado, let's jump into last weekend, Greenville got back in the win column against Richmond at home. Uh, A great crowd, decent weather. It was super hot throughout the day. The clouds rolled in right there before kickoff. A little short burst of rain right as the national anthem was being sung. And then uh, just kind of a beautiful evening for soccer. Um, it It was a match, if you were there, that was... Chippy is is a good way to describe it. I think uh, the the refereeing for this match, the officiating was um, very different. <laughs> it's maybe the only way I could describe it. There was a lot of strange calls and a lot of no calls, and not a ton of cards, considering how chippy it was from time to time. But ultimately, Greenville gets the victory with Jake Keegan's goal right before halftime. It's a great ball from Dallas J on the long goal kick to get it started. And then Jake really makes things happen here. He he kind of maneuvers around one defender. Uh, the keeper, Akira Fitzgerald, comes out as if he's going to block it. And then Jake just chips it over. And it just slowly bounces into the back of the net. And that is something that has been a struggle for the Triumph is putting putting balls in the net. And we will talk to Coach Harks about that. Uh, we talked to him post-match. And you'll get to hear his comments on what's going on there with this team. But a couple of things to point out from this match that uh, stood out. We didn't have as much possession this game. We actually had less possession than Richmond did. It didn't necessarily feel that way, I don't think. If you watched the match live and in person, it kind of felt 50-50 maybe. It felt like Greenville had uh, certainly more offense going, but uh, the possession numbers didn't line up for him. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. This high-pressing system, um, I think it just lends itself to not possessing the ball. You're not passing, passing, passing. And I even heard Coach Hurts on the sideline a couple times talking about there's no need to to just kind of – 
pass the ball back and forth. Like he wanted those guys pushing up high. It was something obviously he saw with Richmond that he wanted to attack. So uh, that was that was one thing I noticed. The other thing I noticed is that the team is doing a lot better winning duels. Um, that is something we've struggled with throughout the season. We haven't been winning those battles in the midfield in particular, and the numbers pan out on this one that we we have improved in that area, especially against Richmond. Uh, zero offsides calls. Uh, no, not one time was a Greenville attack going and got called back for somebody being offside. That's that's positive. That means your guys are in position. It means you're lined up right, um, and I think that's a, overall a good thing to look towards the future. And the one stat that's maybe not as great, 23 shots in this game for Greenville, 12 on target, and only one goal. And that's not a great percentage. We're going to talk in the second half uh, of this episode as we preview the Chattanooga match what the overall numbers for the season look like for Greenville. But uh, needless to say, it's not great. Scoring has been an issue. Not that they haven't had opportunities. They just don't seem to have that finishing touch. And here's the thing. I'm not ready to just hit the panic button yet. I think a law of averages would tell you that things are going to trend in the right direction. If you're getting those shots off, if you're getting good shots on target, We've had some really, really strong goalkeeping matchups in this league. I think every goalkeeper in this league is is very, very good. And I think that just tells you about the depth of the goalkeeper position in this country. I think there's, you know, there's not a lot of starting time. If you're a goalkeeper, you've got to be elite to be playing at the MLS level and uh, near elite to be playing at the USL championship level to be starting. And there's just not a lot of space for guys who are very, very good, but not good enough to get starting roles on an MLS team. And even guys who are backups in MLS may be wanting to move down to the championship level to get some starting time. And same with the championship level down to League One. You have a lot of goalkeepers, I think, in League One that are very high quality, near championship level goalkeepers, but they wanted to come down to League One to get that playing time. I think you see that with Dallas J. And uh, so many, so many other folks around the league. And so we had a really hard time finishing goals. And I just, you know, I want I want us to be able to finish. Other teams aren't struggling as much in that capacity. And so I think, I think it's a combination of really good goalkeeping and uh, just lack of finishing on the part of this team. So we'll hear from Coach Harks and his thoughts on it. But I really think that they're going to be, they're going to have their eyes on uh, one of the things I didn't get in the post-game comments, there was a, a Spanish-speaking radio station there, so they were obviously asking some questions in Spanish that I didn't record because I don't speak Spanish. And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, chances are the majority of you probably don't speak a lot of Spanish either, at least not fluently, which is what you would have to speak to understand what they were talking about. But in one of his answers, he said that uh, they he's hoping that this team is going to sign two to three more players. So that's exciting to me. Um, I think that's something to look forward to. I'm hoping that they're looking really heavy at the finishing power of some of these signees. Obviously our defensive side is, is very, very strong so much so that we're moving defenders up into midfield positions to play just to get them on the field. Cause they're some of the best we got, but we need some depth. Um, we have some depth on the back end, but we need some depth in the midfield in particularly, and really at that forward position, um, we've had some injuries with Omar being injured. You've had uh, Cam injured a, a time or two. 
and uh, you don't. And Ed Mundo was even injured for a little bit, so you don't have a lot of depth there at the forward position when somebody's out or or even two people are out. So I think uh, I think that's a position of of deep need for this team. So without further ado, we're going to take a quick break here. And on the back side, we're going to get you some of the comments from Jake Keegan, goal scorer in this game, and head coach John Harks. Here at Yeah That Soccer Show, we're always excited to tell you about our sponsors so that you can support them because they support us and we're able to bring you the shows thanks to all of their generosity. And that includes Brad Butchkowski of the Wonder Check Realty Group. You can find him on social media at Brad Butchkowski, B-U-C-Z-K-O-W-S-K-I, or I am Brad B on Twitter. Or you can check out his website, brad.selling-greenville.com. That's Brad Butchkowski with the Wonder Check Realty Group. These were some of the post-game comments after the win over Richmond this past weekend. First up, uh, striker Jake Keegan. We asked him how he felt about getting back on the winning track after so many games in a short time frame. I thought we, for the most part, we played well tonight. I think we should have buried him maybe three, four, nothing. And it's something that's going to come back to bite us if we don't start being more composed in front of the goal. But it's for tonight, it's good to get the one nothing win and back to winning ways. And uh, hopefully we can build on that next weekend in Chattanooga. Jake was asked how the team turns the page towards Chattanooga and how they try to maintain the momentum going into next week. I mean, compared to the last couple of weeks, it'll be fairly easy. We'll get a, a day or two off here now, and then we'll get back to work on Tuesday. And it's a good. we need a good week of training. We need to work on the things that we didn't do well tonight, which mainly is putting the ball in the back of the net. And uh, going away to Chattanooga, we'll probably have fewer chances in the game overall. So hopefully we can take them when they come. Next up, we talked to head coach John Harks and asked him, what it's going to be like to have a change of pace this week where you had five games in two weeks, but coming off of a win, what is it like to now move into a week that's a little bit slower paced? Well, I mean, um, yeah, there's no midweek game for us here, but, um, you know, we're at a point now where, uh, you know, we, we've battled through a lot of things. We've rotated players in and out. Um, you know, we're still in that discovery mode right now for our group. We're still figuring out, you know, personalities, guys that are stepping up uh, in adversity. And um, tonight's a game where we dominate again, and it should be 3 or 4 nil. And we're continuously creating these opportunities. Now, if I wasn't, as a team, creating these opportunities, I'd be very frustrated. But um, we got to put the ball in that and bury teams away, finish it off. And so, look, tonight was a great example of, you know, the confidence we had midweek against Charleston Battery. I thought we outplayed them for long stretches of the game. And uh, we end up losing that one. But the message is that we continue to go forward and continue to push. And uh, getting the three points tonight at home is important. So. Mentally, you know, they need to they need a break. You know, physically, they need a break. It's early on in our development as a club. We still have a lot of things to figure out. And uh, but seeing the guys, you know, you know, with those chances, getting in those spots. I mean, you know, you're hoping they start converting because I'm going to go gray really fast. Um, but look, at the end of the day, three points is three points. You know, we look at the table and, you know, we want to continuously put ourselves in good spots, you know, to make uh, any chance at all to, to stay at high in the table. So tonight was a good win. Next, we asked Coach Harks about the team's lack of finishing. And in this match in particular, 23 shots, one goal. 
and what is the next step for him in trying to work with this team to improve that ratio? No, it's, it's, it's everybody has those things, you know. I mean, everybody, you look in La Liga, you look at uh, Premier League, you look at the championship, you look at Argentina, there's teams that have 22, 24 shots, they get one goal in the back of the net. I mean, it happens. It's just part of it. And so I think the, the most important thing is uh, less is more. You know, overanalyzing, thinking too much about the final ball and, and finishing things off. And once they start doing that, I think the floodgates are going to open. I think it's going to really turn the corner for us and we're going to do well. I was really proud tonight about Dallas Jay, you know, and the save that he makes um, at the end. Um, he took it harsh, you know, to himself last week, you know, at the end. It was a very uh, uncharacteristic mistake that he made. Um, and, but it's the whole team, you know, we let the team uh, down, the whole team, not, not just him. So tonight I was very proud of him that he stood up and made that big save. It was huge. Probably saving the month or year. Thanks again to striker Jake Keegan and head coach John Harks for joining us for a few minutes after the match to give their thoughts and answer some questions. We're going to be right back after this short break to break down and preview this Saturday's matchup versus Chattanooga Red Wolves SC. Welcome back in. Let's take a chance to turn our eyes to this coming weekend. Greenville Triumph on the road, a short road trip over to southeastern Tennessee to take on the Chattanooga Red Wolves. The Red Wolves on the season are 2-4-2. and Their last win was on April 20th, a 3-2 victory over Tormenta at home. Um, they have been struggling in the last month or so to, to look good at all. They had a massive, massive upset loss in the first round of U.S. Open Cup to South Georgia Tormenta 2 the League Two side. Um, so they've not been on the best of best of stretches here in terms of momentum, in terms of results for them. So coming into this match, they are going to be highly motivated to pick up a victory or at least uh, at least a draw at home. But I, th- I think they're really going to want to get a win, especially against a team like Greenville that I think a lot of the league, you know, we've kind of hovered there mid-table in the playoffs, out of the playoffs. But I think a lot of folks around the league think that Greenville is – one of, if not one of the better teams in this league. And I think everyone kind of feels like once the goal scoring starts to click, this team's going to be right up there at the top all season competing for a championship. So everybody's looking to kind of take a bite and take a swipe at the Triumph whenever, especially when they host them, uh, you know, when the Triumph are on the road, the home teams always want to get a victory. A couple guys to keep an eye on for Chattanooga, uh, Steve Beattie, has three goals, uh, 14 shots, and 33 crosses, which is the number one in the league in terms of crosses into the box. Uh, Eamon Zayed also with three goals, 10 shots. Uh, you have Ualifi there who has 416 passes. He is your distributor in the midfield. That is the sixth highest total in the league, so he is one of the better distributors that you're going to see on the pitch regardless of where you're playing and then their keeper Mangles has 28 saves. That is the number one, number one save leader in USL League One. And if you know anything about the way Greenville plays, uh, typically the goalkeepers have big games against us. So, you know, with our scoring woes and his uh, track record being such a great keeper, 
This is going to be a really low-scoring game. Uh, Greenville seems to have these very binary games, these one-nils or nil-nil or one-one. There's all, lots of ones and zeros. It's very binary code. And uh, I, I wouldn't expect this to be any different. Now, uh, I can tell you this. Chattanooga has a couple of guys with that are in some trouble in this match. Uh, Zaguro is on... Four yellow cards, which means if he gets another yellow card in this match, he's going to have to sit out a match for yellow card accumulation, a suspension. Just had the first one of those handed down from the league this week for a Lansing Ignite player. But Zaguro is sitting on four, so he definitely doesn't want to pick one up. I'd be interested to see how that affects his playing style, if he's a a little more playing it safe and a little more sitting back. And also, you know, in this league, it really depends on what head official you draw. Because it seems from week to week, it's very inconsistent on giving a lot of cards or giving no cards. And so we'll see how the game, I think the first 10, 15 minutes are really going to tell you a lot about how the game's going to be called. So he might sit back a little bit at first. And then if it if it's going to play more free, uh, you know, he's, I think the fact that he has four yellow cards on the season tells you he's aggressive. And so I don't, I don't, uh, it'll be interesting to see, depending on how the game is called early on, he could either play very passively and very safe, or he could play very aggressive. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, early on what happens there. And also, Beattie is on three yellow cards. So he's he's looking at wanting to not pick up any more. Uh, you, you know, you also get in this league, there's a, a good behavior clause where if you go so many games with that one, you get you get one taken off your list. So, you know, a lot of guys are going to have incentive to play, especially those two, to play a little cleaner in this matchup. The The Chattanooga Red Wolves are second in the league in terms of, second worst in the league in terms of how many goals they have conceded. Conceded 13 goals so, so far this season. That bodes well for Greenville, which is interesting. You know, they have the guy with the most saves, but I guess they're just... They're getting, they're giving up a lot of shots and a lot of clean looks in the box. So your keeper's making a lot of saves, but he's also letting a lot of goals in. And maybe that's good for Greenville. Maybe we can, um, you know, we we have no problem getting shots off. I know I mentioned this in the first half of the podcast, but we are second in the league in shots. We've taken 103 shots this season, but we are in last place in the league in terms of goals scored. We've only had five goals on the season. So you've taken 103 shots and only five goals. That is not a great percentage there. You heard Coach Harks talk a little bit about it in the uh, in the middle section of the podcast today. But Greenville has only conceded five goals this season. They are tied for the best in the league in terms of conceding goals. So it, it's, it kind of balances it out with Greenville. You're not scoring a ton, but you're also not letting a ton in. Uh, this uh, this matchup's going to be interesting because I think it's all going to come down to Chattanooga. You know, their keeper is very good at at making saves, but he also lets a lot of goals in. You got some guys who play very aggressively, but they are, you know, on on the on the discipline list in terms of needing to mind their P's and Q's. You got a couple of guys that can really score goals in Zayat and Beatty. You have a guy in the midfield in Uelifi who is probably one of the better distributors in the league. I think it's just going to be – the Red Wolves have been very inconsistent this season, so it's going to come down to how they play and how they look coming out of the blocks. Now, before I get to my prediction for this matchup, I want to take a break here and 
let you hear a short interview that we recorded with Micaiah Reynolds of the Chattanooga Red Wolves. They are doing a really cool thing. You know, th- we are the closest team for them. And so I think this is the, the best chance they have of a lot of, uh, opposing team fans coming into town. And I think with the long weekend, they're really hoping that uh, a lot of Greenville folks will travel over. If you don't have any plans yet for the weekend, I would recommend you consider maybe going to this match. One, it's just fun to to have away days and to, to go see your team play on the road. But the other thing is they're doing this really cool cornhole tournament for a great cause uh, with Wounded Warrior Project. But I'm going to let Micaiah tell you a little bit about what's going on with that in- event in particular and just what's going on with Chattanooga this weekend. Uh, so let's get to that. And when we come back, we will uh, we will break down this matchup a little bit further and give you the ultimate prediction for the game on Saturday. Excited to welcome into the show today, Micaiah Reynolds, who is the Director of Community Outreach. Is that correct with the Chattanooga Red Wolves, Micaiah? Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit of everything. Um, I feel like whenever I took this job, I kind of became the mother of 19 players. So I'm a little bit of the community relations, uh, community director, as well as director of fan engagement. So the reason we've got Micaiah on this weekend is obviously this weekend, the Triumph are traveling down to Chattanooga. That's a relatively close trip for folks in the upstate, but you guys are doing something really cool uh, in the pregame leading up to the match for a really good cause. And I'd love to hear you share with our listeners about that specific event you've got going on down there in Chattanooga. Yeah, absolutely. So we are hosting a cornhole tournament specifically for Wounded Warrior Project. So all of the proceeds for this cornhole tournament will go directly to Wounded Warriors Project. Um, it's going to start at 4 o'clock. It's at a restaurant called The Tap House. Um, you, whenever you sign up, it's $25 to sign up, um, for a group. So obviously two people, and then you get a souvenir cup and that's $2 fill-ups of our, um, odd story brewing Irish red, red wolves ale. Um, so $2 fill-ups on those. And then whoever is the finalist will actually compete during halftime to be crowned the winner of our, uh, inaugural tournament. So. We're really excited. Um, it's going to be $25 online, $30 at the quote-quote gate. Uh, but it's right down the street from where we're going to be playing, so we can all kind of march together in friendly competition and get ready for the match together as well. That is – that's such a fun idea and such a fun cause. Uh, I know especially for Memorial Day weekend, obviously last weekend up here in the upstate we had our, our Heroes Night because we're not – playing at home this week. So a really good cause to contribute to. And, you know, it's like we said earlier, it's a short trip over to Chattanooga, uh, but maybe folks in the upstate have not been to Chattanooga. Sell people on why they should come and hang out in uh, Southeastern Tennessee for Memorial Day weekend, if not just on game day, but maybe for the, for the whole weekend, it's a holiday weekend. People got some uh, opportunity to travel. Why should they come and check out Chattanooga? Yeah, so Chattanooga, it has a niche for every single person, every type of person. If you like the outdoors, we have great trails, we have mountains, we have rivers, we have lakes. Um, we have all sorts of outdoorsy things where you can rent a kayak, you can rent a paddleboard, you can go on walks and trails in the mountains, you can go to a place called Sunset Rock and watch the sunset on top of, I think you see seven states from that exact spot. And there's all, it can cover anywhere as far as the outdoorsy. If you like sports, 
we have a professional baseball team that's also going to be playing on that weekend on Sunday afternoon. So you can go to the Red Wolves, the Triumph game, and then on Sunday go to the Lookout game. Um, have a great time with your family, very family-oriented. We also are the home of the largest freshwater aquarium in, I believe, the country, if not the world. Don't quote me on that one, but if you want to Google it, <laughs> I think I think I'm right. So um, we have all sorts of different animals there as well. Um, it's just it's a great place to be. We have great bars, great breweries, great restaurants. Um, it's really going to be a good time. And Chris, if you'd like me to, I can send you a little um, guide to Chattanooga just so you guys can have it. And you can share it with your fan base as well. Yeah, for sure. We will uh, we will put that in the show notes and we will throw that out when we release this episode. Hey, thanks for jump thanks for jumping on again to just let us know about everything that's going on down there in Chattanooga. How can folks stay connected with what you guys are doing with the team, whether it be this game or down the road? If folks uh, you know just want to travel and, and see different teams in the league, what how can folks stay connected to what the Red, Red Wolves are doing this season? website is chatredwolves.com that's C-H-A-T-T so it's two T's that's also the hashtag or not the hashtag the tagline for our Instagram or Twitter and like I said website and Facebook so um, we love you guys I've heard great things about your fan base and I can't wait to meet y'all well thanks so much again for jumping on with us and hopefully we've got a good crew coming down there this weekend well we are looking forward to hosting you guys safe travels down here Thanks again to Micaiah for jumping on. You know, she reached out to me and wanted to come on and just talk a little bit about the event. One, not really, a, you know, a little bit. It's always going to be to promote what they've got going on. But this is really not self-serving for them. Um, it's a great thing they've got going on with Memorial Day and wanting to do something for Wounded Warrior Project, which is a great organization. If you don't know anything about it, I would encourage you to go check out their website as well. Um, it's a great thing. You know, we had Heroes Night last week with, with Richmond in town because we're not playing this weekend, obviously. Um, but I think we can all, regardless of, of politics, regardless of creed, religion, whatever, I think we can all agree that uh, we are grateful for the folks that have paid the ultimate price uh, with their lives or with, you know, major, major injury um, for fighting for our freedom and that is one of the things that Wounded Warrior Project does help out with. So make sure you go check that out. And if you are thinking about going to the game, hey, put together a team. It's 25 bucks. It's not that much money. It goes to a good cause. And, hey, you might win something. It'd be kind of cool. And as you heard, you, you could uh, the finals are going to be out there at halftime. And, and you could, hey, let's, let's take it to Chattanooga. And let's not only win the game, but let's win this contest and bring back a trophy back home. Uh, in that respect, too, because I think that'll be a ton of fun. So if you're going down to Chattanooga, make sure you jump in and participate with that. Now, without further ado, it's time to think a little bit about our prediction for Saturday. Here's the deal. There is no reason that I should be confident in Greenville's ability to score goals. The Red Wolves have some guys that can score goals, and Zayed is a really good player. He's a really good goal scorer. Surprised he hasn't done more this season. I'm always nervous when guys seem to kind of be quietly good that they're going to have their big breakout against the Triumph. And so <sighs> there's reason for me to be pessimistic about this game, to me, to think that Chattanooga could, this could be one of their on nights and they could sneak a victory at home with a lot of motivation in front of a raucous home crowd. 
But I also know that they're, as much as they're hot and cold, they also have the potential to be terrible and Greenville to be on. I look at last week's match against Richmond and I look at how many good chances we had. We talked about how many shots we've had and how many shots we've taken. And we haven't only gotten five goals on the season, but no game all year were the shots as good as they were on Saturday. We had probably three or four great opportunities right on target in the first half that could have been goals if it wasn't for Akira Fitzgerald standing on his head. There was a couple times in the second half, same deal. Could have had another, a second, a third, a fourth goal. Here's the thing. As as I talk about Mangles having the most saves in the league, but that's because Chattanooga lets teams get shots off. And Mangles is not Akira Fitzgerald. And I think if we have the same type of game we had last week against Richmond, I think we could actually put two or three in the back of the net. I think this team needs it. I think Greenville needs to to have a multiple goal victory. They need to just score more than one goal in a match to feel really good about moving forward that they're going to be able to do that. You heard Coach Harks talk about it. They're doing everything right. They're getting the shots, law of averages. Things are going to balance out. I'm hoping that this is the week that those things swing. And so I'm actually going to pull a 2-0 victory for Greenville. That's my prediction. I think our defense has been very, very good. They're going to continue to be strong. And I think they're going to shut down that midfield. They're going to continue to win the duels. Again, I think the game against Richmond was very encouraging to me, and I'm hoping we can take that same fight and passion on the road, a short road trip to Chattanooga. It's not going to be this massive travel burden like going to Madison or Tucson or Lansing or Texas or Tor- Toronto. It's right down the road. They're going to be on a bus. This is not not a big deal for them. So I'm hoping they can go down, keep the same momentum they had last week, and walk away with a 2-0 victory down in Chattanooga. And that's the prediction. That's what I've got for you. So uh, thanks for tuning in again this week. We will be back with you next week to break down this matchup and preview the matchup coming forward. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you're telling your friends and uh, sharing the podcast with those who love soccer and love the upstate and love the triumph. Until next time.